Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at First, first Listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. Thanks for listening to the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight, 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern, 7 to 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Greetings, welcome in. It's hour two of the program here on a Thanksgiving Eve. Thanks for making us part of your journey, whether it's just from the couch to the fridge, refilling a cup or a plate and back again, or you're sitting on the highways and byways trying to get to grandma's house, aunts, uncles, or maybe the largest bar night in the U.S. calendar. Wherever it is, however it is you're listening, uh, we appreciate you uh, for being part of our extended family. No question about it. The iHeartRadio app where you take us with you uh, on the hikes that you'll have to do because you'll have to convince yourself that that extra plate of mashed potatoes or, as we talked about a little bit Sunday morning when Martin was with us, you know, sweet potato, apple, pumpkin, rhubarb, strawberry rhubarb, whatever the pie is, a little pecan, uh, make sure we get all of the geographic locations of the U.S. in. I know there was a big deal about which state likes pie the most. Uh, You know, what's their favorite flavor? So maybe we could do that and do a round robin, unless we won't. Uh, We're broadcasting live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Bernie Fratto in for Jason Smith tonight at Bernie Fratto, where you find him in the Twitterverse. You hear him Friday nights after our show ends on on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, Three hours on Friday into Saturday, and then a big four-hour show getting you ready for all things NFL and, you know, waxing poetically about the the big storylines in the world of sports. Did I encapsulate that well enough? Uh, my top credit, as a matter of fact, I will sign you as my agent after the show, and I also give you top credit on your uh, on your culinary arts reference, you know the being that you are an expert baseball card collector. Collector, uh, <clears throat> I'm sure you know the city of Pittsburgh what their favorite pie is. That would be uh, Pie Trainer. Thank you. Nicely done. Folks. That no, that's folks. a good one. Two shows Saturday. Thank you very much. No, that that's opening up well for done. Shaky Green and the Catskills. Yeah. Of course, now I start thinking about Pen- Pennsylvania because I mean, is it a mincemeat pie? Look is at it- you. 
Look at you. I don't, I don't know what what is it that that the Amish uh, might want. I, I don't know. I, we, I'd have to ask Harrison Ford. I did, you know, we'll get. Oh, nicely done. Getting a little witness in while yep. we're at it. Yeah, there you yep. go. Uh, Nineteen eighty-five. Yeah. yeah, yeah, we're stuck there. That's my fault. Wow. There we go. We hit the wayback machine as we go. And once upon a time, Jim Mora was a rising star in the coaching world. <laughs> Not Jim Mora Jr., Jim Mora, right? right you know, right. you've got Jim Mora, the playoffs, Jim Mora, and then we have Jim Mora, who spun around the UCLA side sidelines for a while. Uh, he's the latest in so many to go off about the NIL world here, Bernie, and what's kind of in, in, interesting as he goes through, right, for, for UConn, as you're a team that um, you have a winning problem. You don't. Uh, two and nine football team, but in doing some interviews and talking about the future of the team and everything else, uh, he had this to say about the portal and the fan base. If we're going to play those teams and people want us to beat Duke and North Carolina State and Syracuse and, East, and Maryland next year and Wake Forest next year, then there needs to be a commitment monetarily to helping us get the players that can beat them. Because if you're not going to help us get the players to beat them, then you are not entitled to bitch when we don't beat them. It's one of the great quotes, I think, of recent memory. Breathe that in for a moment. We're going to have Pete Futek joining us talking about all the world of college football, setting up uh, rivalry weekend and and some of the uh, playoff chaos. But that quote, and, and I heard it, I, I read it first, and, and I finally got a hold of the audio, and I listened to it, and I just like we did there, it still stuns you. It's like getting punched in the face. Oh, I didn't see that happening. And it, I, I appreciate the sentiment, and I'm sure there was an 800 uh, you know number that you could call. Operators are standing by if you want to start donating now. And I, and I know coaches all throughout, we talked about Deion Sanders last hour and the transfer portal, we're not an ATM. It's like, no, 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 part of it is, you know, you've got to convince players to come now that there's a system set up. And some of these schools were slow with the collectives. It's one of many grievances I have for my bowl-eligible Northwestern Wildcats. One of the great institutions in a million ways, how they handled the Fitzgerald situation, how they continue to handle it. They finally issued a big statement about everything today. It's like, oh, yeah, yeah, now that everybody's feeling good because you're going to a bowl, suddenly you crawl out of a hole and you have a statement. Uh, but, you know, there was never a collective. There was never a big push early on. It seemed like that might have been a first mover advantage for places like Northwestern and Stanford in their respective conferences to go and try to uh, maybe poach a player or two, convince them uh, that theirs is the destination. For Jim Mora here, it's like, as a coach, your job is to coach them up. Your job is to recruit them. And going to you know someone uh, sitting on their couch and saying, you know what, we're two and nine because you paid your mortgage last month instead of our left tackle. Seems like a, a pretty big problem for a coach to come out and say it in those terms. Now, look, I, I appreciate that it's not full-on coach speak, but this one, you know, you still got to coach him up here, Jim Mora. You can't get away from the fact that this is the team that you were able to put together based on your skills, and I didn't see you offering uh, to kick back any of your salary. 
Well, I got to tell you, he coached them up all right. That's the problem. They were 6-7 and seven last year. Hell, they even went to a bowl game. Remember? They played Marshall in the Myrtle Beach Bowl. How could you forget that one? I'll tell you, it was right on the tip of my tongue. <laughs> so let's, let, let's, uh, let's have a moment of clarity here. Jim, your narrative is, is wrong as rain on opening day. Let's take Texas A&M. A couple of years ago, they came up with this program called Amplify. They had a group of collectives, coordinators, they had donors, they had boosters, and they put together a $30 million war chest. And they went out and got the number one recruiting class in college football. Six five-star recruits, 19 four-star recruits, three three-star recruits, the number one linebacker recruit in the country, the number one receiver in the country, the number two defensive lineman in the country. What did it net them? Their coach got fired and they owe him $76 million over the next eight years. You can't buy love. You can't. Nick Saban, look what he's doing. The truth of the matter is, neither Mora can really get over the hump, but they sure are wonderful behind a microphone, whether it's their great reference of playoffs or even his dad once said, we didn't do diddly squat. That's he was talking one. about his son. Because Jim Moore has always had the red ass everywhere he's been, and it's always everybody else's fault. And he comes into town with high expectations and leaves and don't let the door hit your butt on the way out. Yeah, I'm, I coached great, but it's your fault because you didn't spend money. That's why we were 6-7 and seven last year when I took over someone else's team, and now we're 2-9 and nine with my team. Jim, step off, please. Yeah, I think it's Jim Mora is the latest in what I have called the epidemic uh, of coaches. Normally, and again, I reference coach speak, normally you get a lot of little subtle digs. There's so many guys that are just flat out, no, it's not my fault, and pointing the finger, go for you know Brandon Staley here, who is skewered on a regular <laughs> basis. His press conference the other day was one of the more laughable things in recent memory. Uh, you're, you call out Keenan Allen for a drop. You call out some of the other. But my defense is just fine. Just stop. Okay. Don't ask the question anymore. I'm going to keep calling calling defense. All right, are we clear? Okay, so that's fun. Uh, and just keep going on down the line. We've had that with a number of coaches. And then by way of contrast, you get the Mike Tomlin. The day before they whack Matt Canada, he's still doing everything. He doesn't let you see, see him sweat. He talks about how great the Cleveland defense is and how much they'll take away what you want to do and and how uh, efficient they are and didn't make it an internal indictment of Pickett or Canada or anybody else. Just, you know, we're pushing through. But Cleveland, all credit to them. Behind the scenes, I have no doubt, he probably wishes he had one of those uh, rooms that you can now, you know, the rage rooms that are all, all the uh, the business these days. If I get to go take a baseball bat, a chainsaw, or whatever I side off on that's in a room, and I get to destroy stuff. Alright, we went to a garage sale. We bought about $200 worth of stuff. What can we charge these 10 idiots to come in and break stuff? 200 a person? Great! Great profit margin. Here, sign the uh, the waiver so when the glass starts breaking apart or the metal bends that you can't sue us. Uh, that's what it feels like with Tomlin to a degree, but he doesn't let you see him sweat in front of a microphone, even after dismissing Canada. You say, hey, you know, I, I like him. Uh, you know, this is where we need to be. This is where we need to go. Moving on. All these other coaches, it's just the histrionics and hoping that you pay more attention to the fact that they're doing all this gesturing and passing the buck. I mean, Lincoln Riley might have the master class 
I was thinking about signing up for Masterclass, by the way. They got a two-for-one offer going on. <laughs> not, not a sponsor, not an ad. But, you know, I'd like to learn how to drum from Ringo Starr. But Lincoln Riley right now, he's, he's one of the masters of this. Nothing was his fault at all this year. Seven and seven in their last 14 games. Uh, gave up 93 in their last two versus Utah and Tulane, but I digress. <laughs> it's, it's You make it up as you go along, uh, Mike. Uh, I, I encourage people to go on YouTube and watch the 60 Minutes Sunday night show from early in, I think it was early in September, when Dion was questioned about what he was doing at Colorado and he made the statement, you take a team that's won one game and you fire the whole coaching staff, well, who did the coaching staff recruit? The kids. So the kids are just as much to blame as the coaching staff. Well, they're going to be 1-8 and eight in Pac-12 play this year. So do you just make it up as you go along? Do you just vent? Do you just act out? The truth of the matter is that coaches are human. And we put these guys on a pedestal and make them holier than thou. And I don't know what to make of it other than this is sort of the culture we're in now. Rather than take you know responsibility for your actions it's it's far easier to blame and i and you know they're all doing it and i i think jim, jim mora just is the latest sort of the the latest iteration of this his comments were dumb and coincidentally dion also was complaining about nil but nil doesn't work just ask texas a&m so the long and the short of it is this all makes for good radio father i don't know what conclusion we can really come to here mike well, in the end, it's a it's an unknown Wild West territory where we are yes. right now. The NCAA, yes. as you and I have talked about on and off air, and, and we've certainly done plenty of it here, Jason and I, you've got, um, you know, you use the emperor with no clothes. You've got an institution that has no juice anymore, right? The whole Michigan situation with Jim Harbaugh, they're slow to, like, he might be long retired and hanging out with his dogs and and whatever else and his chickens for years before they actually come to a determination of anything that was done or anything wrong and and create any kind of of suspension and terms because let's face it they got no juice right there's nothing you know we could talk all about procedurals and everything else you, the Big Ten did what they did, and, and you move forward. So when you talk about the NIL and all this other stuff, there was no time. There was no procedure in place to try to integrate this slowly and methodically. No, it became a, all right, well, I guess the doors are open, right? There was enough push that it cracked open. Let's see how it goes. And so that's where we're at, school to school, conference to conference. And when you can't even keep you know, any kind of reasonable path for how teams and schools leave a conference how the hell are you going to control how money flows well listen uh, i know exactly why michigan's lawyers did what they did last week uh it was a strategic retreat we could probably spend a whole hour on it i'm very well connected there and have had a lot of conversations uh but i want to leave you with this thought mike top of the tip of the cap to david braun your guy at northwestern who took over an absolute dumpster fire and to, thanks to his leadership and his integrity and his ability to have his team take on the personality of their field general, not only did they find their way into a bowl game, he was named new head coach at Northwestern. I think we got to give a tip of the cap. Yep. He, he's also one of the guys that was there a year ago. So, you know, when all those guys that got retained, I still raised my hand. What the hell are we doing? You, you fired the head coach, yet all these guys stayed? 
Hey, and, and how much NIL is, money did they have? I didn't mean to step on you there, but how much NIL money did Northwestern have this year? I have no idea what the, the dollar amount is, but I, I know this. It ain't much. Expl- so, to my point, thank you. As I uh, lamented at the start of it, potential for a first mover advantage and uh, they were slow out of the gate trying to rally the troops Uh, and even to this point I I would have assumed I'd see more emails and more mailings trying to convince me to donate than I do than the normal hey I'm calling from the student center once or twice a year at the holidays so think of us uh, as you go just like my old high school in Chicago Uh, every uh, piece of correspondence I get from them the last line is remember St. Ignatius in your will He's Bernie Prado in for Jason Smith. I'm Mike Harmon. We're brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive Eggs Bundling, easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. You can bundle and save at Progressive.com. Hey, coming up next, we'll stay in the world of college football with one of our favorite guests, friend of the, and he's family. I mean, that's where we're at at this point. Pete Futek, collegefootballnews.com, stops by coming up next. He's Bernie Prado in for Jason Smith. I'm Mike Garmin, and this is Fox. Shopping for tires can be deflating. Well, not at TireRack.com. Fast, free shipping and free road hazard protection. That's just the start. Did you know they test tires? They got their own test track, and they pushed the tires to the limit. Great traction and a comfortable ride. Yeah, they share the results so you can make an informed choice. So get on over to TireRack.com slash sports and tell them what you drive. Not sure where to begin? Well, just try the Tire Decision Guide. Get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. And they sell only the best, like the full line of Pirelli tires. Ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. And always with free road hazard protection. Mobile tire installations available in many areas. And they'll bring the new tires to you at home or at work and install them on site for you. Talk about convenience. Go to TireRack.com slash sports. See their Pirelli test results and their special offers. That's TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's me, three-time Pro Bowler LeVar Arrington, and I couldn't be more excited to announce a podcast called Up On Game. What is Up On Game, you ask? Along with my fellow Pro Bowler, TJ Hushmanzada, and Super Bowl champion, yep, that's right, Plexico Burris. You can only name a show with that type of talent on it. Up On Game. We're going to be sharing our real-life experiences loaded with teachable moments. Listen to Up On Game with me, LeVar Arrington. TJ Hushmanzada and Plexico Burris on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast from. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. 
And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back in. It's Fox Sports Radio. Jason Smith Show with me, Mike Harmon. No Jason Smith tonight. Bernie Fratto in his stead. At Bernie Fratto on Twitter is where you find him. We're live from the Tyrac.com studios. And you know what, Bernie? We're going to take a turn out to the hotline, setting up what is a huge week in the college football universe. And there's only one man that we use and talk to and rely on to get us to that point. It's our guy Pete Futek. At Pete Futek, where you find him on Twitter, collegefootballnews.com. Pete, happy holiday to you. Hopefully, uh, you know, you've got the elbow bended and, you know, you're brining whatever kind of meat needs to go into a, a roaster tomorrow. I'm trying to figure out, like, the Big Ten for this weekend. Like, this is – I work for a living here, son. I don't just get to sit around and, you know, I, I have to, like, entertain America. I have to entertain a nation here and give them football picks and stuff. So, uh, no, this is, this is my one just giant week, and then next week, and then it all goes away for, you know, college football season only lasts three months in the regular season. So, this is it. This is uh, showtime right now. That three-month sprint, and you've got your tuxedo on, no question about it. It. Uh, last night we get the new uh, playoff rankings and Washington finds its way in, but but it's not about Florida State having an injury. And I know they've still got a lot of games to play, and it'll sort itself out on the field. But it made for a pretty good TV show and gave us some talking points. Yeah, you know, it, you have to remember that the whole this whole thing, this whole exercise, it should be a better TV show because they should just put a, a, a camera in there while they're doing the entire process mm-hmm. because uh, why can't there be transparency? I mean, seriously, you, we've got like a, a general, an actual military general about to run this thing or an admiral or uh, forgive me for not getting that right but, uh, and they can't handle angry Ohio State fans or angry fans of a team. I mean, like, they should be able to like do this. Anyway, and like the problem is the the rankings just don't quite make any sense. They're all over the map, and everyone thinks, "Oh well, look, Florida State dropped." Well, we all know how this works. If Florida State goes thirteen and zero and wins the ACC championship, it is in the college football playoffs no matter what. Go twelve and one and win your Power Five conference championship, and you're probably in most years. This year is going to be a little bit tougher, though. But the the crazy part about all this is nobody's losing. None of these top teams are losing. We have all these 11-0 teams remaining. We have Oregon with one loss, Texas, Alabama. They're still there. Um, So they're all right there, which means that all these Wolverine and Buckeye fans are like, oh, well, if we lose, you know, we'll just be like Ohio State last year and get in. No. The loser of Michigan, Ohio State's probably almost certainly out. The loser of Alabama, Georgia, is probably out. I mean, there's it's going to be hard to lose a game the rest of the way and, and get in this thing. 
So, Pete, if you're Florida State and lose and you drop, I've never thought it was fair when you are undefeated and you lose and you drop, but this is what we have. That's why I call it the made-for-TV invitational tournament, and frankly, talking about it makes my teeth itch. So I want to switch gears. I want to talk about Texas A&M. Jeff Trailer is a guy who I believe is right for that job. He's a fit, and I actually think there's real interest. Trailer's denying it. Would it surprise you if, at the end of the day, Texas A&M does hire Jeff Trailer? A little bit. I mean, here's the thing when it comes to these coaching hires. I don't know. I mean, all these guys, you can name the right coach. You can say Bill Belichick, and you'd think, okay, wow, Bill Belichick. It's a, and who knows? These things either kind of work, or they, Jimbo Fisher should have worked. And it actually sort of did. You know, they're, they're going to, Texas A&M might win nine games this year. That's not bad. And yet, not good enough. So, you know, look at Riley at USC. It is working, but it's not because people want him fired out there now. It's the, the idea of a coaching hire, you never quite know until you get the guy in the building. And even then, it's crazy because the stats on that guy lasting five years with your program are really, really small. So I think uh, out of the 133 college football head coaches, there's something like only 33 that are still around. Actually, I think it's less than that. I've seen Babers has gone 32-ish. They're still around uh, for five years. And out of those 32-ish, at least 15 of them are on a hot seat or close to it. So this is, this is a rental of a gig. So, yeah, maybe trailer works. But can you recruit? Or is Alabama going to quit playing football now that you got Jeff Trailer? Like, I don't know. It, it's a, you never know when it comes to what coaching hires are going to hit and what they'll. Mike, if I could have a follow-up with Pete, please, because they're finding out now that Jimbo Fisher was not a fit. He had no Texas ties. He never fit the culture. Trailer's a legend in Texas. He'll be able to recruit there. He's got a sexy offense at Texas San Antonio. If you put that offense on the field with A&M's athletes, and, my God, if they're paying you $76 million over the next eight years to go away because you can't even win the SEC West, it didn't kind of work there. I will. The, the, the only part about that that's wrong is who cares if he didn't have Texas tie-ins? He had epic recruiting classes. Like I think it was like two years ago, they had technically the greatest recruiting class of all time. I mean, like yeah, they paid for I, it. I, yeah. Yeah. Well, however they got it, who cares? You know, however you make the the cake, it's, yeah, they got the guys there. It just they couldn't win. And in 2020, they should have been been in the college football playoffs. They should have been in over Notre Dame. Their one sin was they lost to that Alabama team with Devontae and Mac Jones and all that, that went on to win the national championship. So they were close, but like you're right, it's 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 the hard part about being an SEC coach is that you can be pretty good and not win jack squat because that Bama thing is just still going to be in the way. So uh, so you're right. I'm not saying that they're wrong, but. Uh, that you know Fisher did anything great there, but it's it's just a kind of a hard thing to do to win in the SEC. Well, you know, it's the what you are versus the expectations, and I would argue at seventy-six million dollars to go away, he won pretty big. Uh, another guy who can't be in the building. Uh, on Saturday, doing all the pressers, doing all the practices. We've got Michigan-Ohio State. It's finally here, Pete. With all the talking, all the jabbering, we're just a couple hours away, that countdown clock. I know you've got it going uh, to where these teams finally get to battle. Can we fast forward to the narratives afterwards? So let's say Ohio State. Ryan Day loses. 
I'm sorry? If Ryan Day loses, dot, dot, dot. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, the crazy part, you want to talk about the co- how crazy the coaching world is. Who else has Ryan Day lost to in the Big Ten besides Michigan in the last two years? Nobody. He has never lost to another Big Ten team except those two losses. He doesn't lose to Purdue. He doesn't lose to Maryland. He doesn't lose to Penn State. Look at it. It's insane if you go down the list of Ryan Day losses at Ohio State. They're like Alabama in the national championship. They're like you know Clemson in that epic fiesta bowl in the college football playoff. I mean, there's, just, there's one loss to an Oregon team that ended up being okay and should have won the Pac-12 title. And that's about it. That's like the worst loss that they've had. He has been phenomenal, and yet if he loses, dot, 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 there's going to be a big portion of Ohio State fans that are going to be like, he's got to get out of here. He's, he's, he's awful. He can't do anything right. And there's your name for Texas A&M, by the way. If you want to talk about money's not an object because it just isn't, yeah, he might be like, so long, suckers. You don't want me here. I'll just go get paid at College Station. Um, but that, so if they lose this, you're right. The narrative's going to be completely whack job for Ohio State fans saying, oh, well, he can't win here at Ohio State, when obviously he can. And if it's the flip side, and if what I think is going to happen is going to happen, let's say Ohio State wins, the narrative's going to be, oh, look, see, Ryan Day can only beat him when our guy's suspended. If Harbaugh's there, we would have won that. Oh, wow, Har- Ryan Day, if Harbaugh's on the sidelines, they never would have won that. So it isn't going to be a bad, quirky Twitter day, however it's going to happen on Saturday. Well, I covered 14 of those while I was in Detroit, and I will say this. You can say it's life and death, but it's actually more important than that. I want to switch <laughs> to the Mountain West, Pete, because I live in Vegas, and the reason I invoke the Mountain West is I'm hearing that Oregon State and Washington State were pitched by Gloria Navarez, she's the Mountain West Commissioner, yep. to join the conference. And I hear it's actually very close to happening. Your thoughts? Yeah, great. You know, it should happen. The problem is the media money is not going to be there. And the, the, Look, if you're Washington State, Oregon State, I mean, it's, you want to talk about the haves and have-nots. All this, you know, talk about, oh, wow, the power of four conferences are going to break away from everyone else. Well, what do you think we got now? I mean, the Big Ten is going to be making each team, each school is going to be making like fifty to eighty million dollars over the next several years a year, and the Mountain West this year is going to make four million dollars per team. And as I've said this before, Jalen Hurts is going to make more money this year than all the Mountain West schools combined when it comes to media rights. So if you're Washington State and uh, Oregon State, you don't exactly have a ton of options. But that's a big chunk of change hit that you're about to take here. But, yeah, I mean, it, I, I love the Mountain West. I'm a Mountain West fan all the way around. I think it's a shame that nobody watches them. Otherwise, they'd realize UNLV is probably the best group of five team going right now and should actually be in that New Year's Six spot. But, uh, yeah, if you're, if you're those other two teams, all right, look, you do this for now with the Mountain West and hope that someday, you know, the door comes knocking from the Big 12 or someone else who wants to take in. So, Pete, as we look at the slate, only a couple of uh, top 25 matchups. We still have Oregon State. Their coach getting questions uh, about his whereabouts going forward uh, as he gets ready to take on uh, number six, Oregon. And now I'm starting to get uh, bodacious ads popping up at the top of my screens. I don't know what I did. <laughs> We're men of a certain age to remember the Joey Harrington billboard. This is true. Uh, Times Square. Now. Look, it, it, here's the crazy part. This Heisman race has gone wacky because 
the machine. I, I've never been the, the person who thinks, oh, there's an East Coast bias. And, uh, but I think it's more of like, I've always said it's kind of more of a West Coast ignorance. Like, these, no one's staying up. No one has, first of all, no one has the Pac-12 network. Nope. Secondly, no one stays up and watches these games. So they kind of know Bo Nix from the one game they might have watched against Washington. And Michael Panix Jr. has been great. Even though his stats have fallen off, um, he's going to be right there, but he's going to finally be on TV. And everyone's pushing Jaden Daniels for the Heisman now, which is fine, except he's not really the signature guy to the season. As a voter, my thing is always like, who's the guy? Who is the – yeah, that's it. That's the guy who made this season the college football season. Daniels' stats are incredible. His biggest problem now, though – is he's playing at noon Eastern time on Saturday when only friends and family are going to watch him against your Jimbo-less Texas A&M Aggies while that other, you know, game between that team up north and Ohio State's happening. So uh, so it's going to be Bo and Michael. And I think when it comes down to it, if those two get through this weekend unscathed and it's uh, Washington-Oregon for the Pac-12 title, I think that's for the Heisman. I just think it's there's just too much weight being put on being the guy on the team who led their team to the college football playoff. Pete, just a quickie for me, and I'll I'll classify this under the hashtag asking for a friend. Does JJ McCarthy get an invite to New York? No, because the problem with that on two fronts: one, he the, the stats have fallen off the map, not necessarily his fault, but they just haven't had to. They haven't needed it. I mean, they just, the, the style has been so good for Michigan all year long. They haven't had to take any chances. The second part about that is there is a big part. And again, as a Heisman voter, no, I, I would not hold it what the allegations are against him when it comes to Heisman. That would not be a part of, of the, my factor. But I know there are a lot of Heisman voters who are openly saying, nope, not going to vote for that guy because I think they stole all the signs and all that stuff, which – all right, it's a legit thought, but uh, that's going to be just enough to keep him off the ballot. I do think it's going to be Bo, Michael, uh, Daniels, and if Marvin Harrison Jr. catches 15 for 145 this Saturday, it's going to be Marvin Harrison Jr. there. By the way, McCarthy did flawlessly execute the two-step 32 straight times in that second half against Penn State. That's so you got to give him credit for that. That was the biggest badass half of football. That's <laughs> Michigan just saying, you know what? We don't need to throw. You're not going to do anything. We're just going to keep running and wait the clock, wait for the clock to run out here. That was just that was pretty cool stuff. But we know he's good. He is a first round draft pick talent. He's got the ability. We saw it last year. We saw it against TCU. We know what he's capable of. Let's see if he can unleash this week against uh, Ohio State and see if he can put a little something together. Pete Futek with us. CollegeFootballNews.com is the website. Joins us each and every week here on the show. Pete, happy Thanksgiving. You're just a few hours, a few short hours away from that well uh deserve sleep from from, yes exactly from sleep that is exactly what i i I, i'm a silly i'm a simple man with simple needs at this point and yes i have a couple days from that all right oh it's all fine wow 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 happy thanksgiving exactly brother be good the whiskey will be in the mail at pete futek (laughs) where you find him on twitter my guy joins us each and every week hey did you know discover wants everyone to feel special and that's why with your discover card you have access to 24 7 customer service as well as zero dollar fraud liability which means you're never held responsible for unauthorized purchases. Learn more at discover.com slash credit card. Limitations do apply. Yeah, the the point uh, going back to expectations and being rational, 
you know, we were talking a lot about Michigan there. We've got a Michigan man on the updates here in a moment. But, you know, Bernie, when we, we look at the the Jim Harbaugh, right, when everybody was looking to, to kill him off a couple of years ago, mm-hmm. you got to recognize what you are and wh- how long ago that national title was. Winning nine games a year, ten games a year, that, that's a pretty good uh, place compared to where you'd been. So sometimes, you know, you gotta you got to recognize where you are, even though you're striving for more. Well, and I, I'll be honest. I thought your juxtaposition with with respect to Jimbo Fisher and Texas A&M and their expectations, Mike, you're spot on. This has been an abject failure by any measure, and this is what's coming out of Texas. This isn't me. I couldn't I couldn't give a flying horse's Johnny Manziel patoot about Texas A&M. I just report what I know from the people I talk to. They're very unhappy. They're very unhappy with Jimbo Fisher's performance, and they get to give him seventy six million over it next eight years to to prove it. Yeah, they just go give him all a hug. <laughs> and, and to and, your point, he did win, if you get my drift. Well, that's just it. And, and at some point, you got to recognize what you are. Let's turn it over to Martin Weiss. There's some fireworks going on in the NBA this evening. What's going on, Martin? Man, I, you know what? Uh, everybody was playing this evening in the NBA. We got two games in at halftime, three total going on. First, let's start with the ha- uh, Warriors and the Suns. Suns 63, Warriors 47. Klay Thompson had 14 in the first half. Kevin Durant, 18. Remember, those two play on separate teams now. They used to be teammates. Uh, and the Mavericks and the Lakers, that game's at half as well. 62 for Dallas, 46 for LA. Luka Doncic with 13 and 7. Anthony Davis with 10 and 7 rebounds. With two minutes left in the third quarter, the Jazz and the Trailblazers facing off a total of seven wins between these two teams. Not very good. The Trailblazers uh, 88, Jazz 68. Kelly Olenek with 11 points and 6 rebounds. Again, two minutes left in the third quarter. Malcolm Brogdon, 17-7. and seven. Earlier tonight, despite Nikola Jokic with a 30-point, 13 rebound and 12 assists, triple-double. The Magic beat the Nuggets 124-119. to Franz Wagner, speaking of Michigan men, 27 points in the win. The Bucks scored 37 points in the fourth quarter to make it close, but they lost to Boston 119-116. to Jalen Brown, 26 points and 8 assists on the in the win. Timberwolves, 7-0 at home. Who would have had that on their bingo card? They beat the 76ers 112-99. to I'm sorry, 112-99. Anthony Edwards, 31-6-6. And, and the Clippers beat the Spurs 109-102, to despite 22 points and 14 rebounds from Victor Wembenyama. Kawhi Leonard had 26 points in a return to San Antonio. And a return to San Antonio in which had some, uh, had some you want to talk about fireworks. I don't know if I've ever seen this before. You had an, Greg Popovich, for, coach of San Antonio Spurs, formerly coach of Kawhi Leonard, obviously left San Antonio in an interesting fashion with the knee injury and so on. Popovich grabs the mic as Kawhi is shooting free throws, announces to the crowd, please stop booing. This is San Antonio. We're supposed to be better than that. And, uh, you know, the, obviously the game went on without incident after that. But after, asked postgame, this is what Pop had to say about that moment. I spoke English. I just told you. Anybody that knows anything about sports knows you don't poke the bear. That's my answer. Yeah, so uh, you know what, Mike? I hope I didn't poke you just now. Poke, <laughs> poke, poke, poke. Mike, Bernie, back to you guys. <laughs> At Martin Weiss on Twitter. And in the as we get ready for the second half here of Warriors and Sons, Scott Foster and Chris Paul are at it again. 
uh, with Chris Paul now, uh, if you do the re- lip reading, said you're a blank as he got two technical fouls and got sent to the locker room. Their, their playoff <laughs> histories long intertwined. Well, here it is, the return to Phoenix, and uh, he gets sent to the showers early. And then Foster turned to Steve Kerr and say, you know what, you get one too. So there you have it, uh, 63-47, just underway, third quarter. I, I believe Chris Paul's like – He's like one and thirteen in games as Scott. Fought it was two and seventeen. Yeah, was, in, in the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so you know my quick uh, Twitter fingers uh, as I try to pull it up because I'm like, it's bad. Yeah, I, I was remembering where you were. I'm like, no, he got that elusive second win at some point. We've got Brianna in the back. Uh, you know, she follows her Phoenix Suns. She came run, running down the hallway, arms flailing, screaming, "What's going on?" I mean, my door is sealed. I'm hermetically sealed. I'm like Michael Jackson back in his chamber, right? His hyperbaric chamber back. In the day, oh, and I can still hear her yelling down the hallway. That's how incensed she was at Scott Foster injecting himself into the action, like we love referees and officials to do. He's yeah. Bernie Fratto in for Jason Smith. I'm Mike Arm, but we continue here, Fox Sports Radio. And doesn't anybody believe in love at first sight anymore? Yeah, another college coach who put his foot in his mouth and looks like an idiot. And we're going to tell you why next on Fox. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Everybody getting their bounce on here. It is club slash... Well, it's the biggest bar in America here across coast to coast. Fox Sports Radio, Jason Smith Show with me, Mike Harmon. I know Bernie Fratto right now in for Jason Smith is bouncing in his chair. Might have gotten a couple of glow sticks going. I don't know. You never can tell. At the end of your first year, Discover credit cards automatically double all the cash back you've earned. That's right. Everything you've earned, double. Seriously, see terms. Check it out for yourself at discover.com slash match. I mean, you're in Vegas. We're going straight. Damn right. Soon enough. You went old school there, my friend. I love every minute of it. Well, you know well, what? You know we celebrate just, the classics. 
You know it's Christmas here in Vegas when you put the fake snow in the windows and the fake snow in the ground. It's Christmas, baby. I love it. It's not the only thing fake walking around. Oh! Hey, I, I'm in Los Angeles. I mean, it all fit, plays together. Nicely done. And notice I said plays together Uh, as they remove the rest of the scaffolding from the F1 event and maybe traffic uh, will be less chaotic. It's going to be about another four weeks. It's going to be a long teardown. Well, the the long road begins with the first step, as they say, Bernie. (laughs) Uh, Coming up in 10 minutes, we'll hit the Wayback Machine. Uh, There's a documentary out on one of my favorite players Mm. to watch, even though he vexed the hell out of me. Three, negative three, one, 75 and a touchdown uh, for years. But his ex-quarterback, not so happy. What's that all about? Well, it ties to our Thanksgiving Day games as we start to look at those in earnest in a few minutes. Uh, but we continue our theme of college coaches uh, that should just stay away from the microphone sometimes. And, and let's go to the fun and exciting world of Wake Forest. Yes, Wake Forest and their coach, Dave Clawson, talking about his former quarterback. We saw it last week in South Bend, right? You know, here's a guy that we recruited and we developed and you know they're putting a video on him saying we will always love you and I'm like you only dated him for a couple of months it can't be love (laughs) we're the ones that love him we had five years with him you rented him for a season so (laughs) you know they 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 bought him and rented him for a year and now they love him so that's uh when that video played it's just like holy cow this is where college football is you know sam and i had a great discussion before the game and after the game and you know i love the young man i really do and i don't blame him at all for what he did i mean you can't have that's the system now and for him to have the opportunity to have that experience and make that type of money in one year, who can fault him? I'm glad he's kind of saved himself at the end there, Bernie, but let's call it what it is. He's sour grapes to another coach complaining that the system did him wrong. Unfortunately, this is the rules of engagement in these yeah. days, and obviously they got tr- trounced by Notre Dame 45-7, the final Sam Hartman with the, the big effort and the I will always love you. But I used the tease of who doesn't believe it love in first sight. It's a honeymoon phase, and he gave them a lot of exciting moments, some big performances, and let's face it, Notre Dame was on everybody's radar right and for for much of the season based on his ability on the field and when Notre Dame is good or at least trending to be good that's good for college football yeah well i have two questions did uh did Sam Hartman hire Kevin Costner as his bodyguard number 1 number 2 <laughs> did they play this for Brady Quinn he's the number 1 all-timer in school history i actually like Dave Clawson i know it does come up is is sour grapes but it's under the hashtag spot the lie. I mean, he started 45 games at Wake Forest, and it's a larger narrative. This is the state of college football. It's the golden rule. He who has the gold makes the rules. And so I'm not sure if it's all good. Dave Clawson just wanted to point that out. He feels jilted. Go find your next. That's what I would say to him. Good luck, kid. Good luck, Dave. All right, coming up next, Bernie Fratto in for Jason Smith here from the TireRack.com studios. We get back into the wonderful world of Detroit, and we bring back Scott Mitchell. Who? We'll tell you next. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. 
Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at, at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see See what music does to people. It gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stan the Queen of Tejano. And stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon.